Welcome. Today is Friday. It is September 29th, 2023. My name's Jeremy. That's my first cup. Hey, you know, we've got a, a Friday the 13th in October. Did you know that? You can prepare, you can get this mug. There's a pint glass. Carl's done a bunch of cool stuff for, for Friday the 13th. It's available at whistlepick.com. You should check it out. I hope you are well. I want to know who's here. I hope you will chime in in the chat. I see Dennis. I see Frank. I see Jenny. I see some others coming in. And I want to wish you a happy Friday, whether you're watching live later or listening. Thanks for being here. Dennis says, let's do this. Drink coffee and be merry thing. Woo. Got to hang out with Dennis a bit last weekend. Got to hang out with Jenny last weekend. It was free training day mid-Atlantic. Had a wonderful, wonderful time. Uh, it was exhausting. And um, let me just say, screw you, New Jersey. You're not all of New Jersey. And not everyone in New Jersey. But just whoever's in charge of, of uh, determining how road construction is going to happen on the highway driving along got craig half asleep on the right got mark behind me and because they came down they presented had a great time uh, we got some work done in the car it was awesome good time we're driving along we're just outside new york city and it suddenly goes from an average run-of-the-mill lane to some construction that's fine i live in vermont we have constant road construction except that somebody in new jersey decided no no we're gonna try to make these lanes really narrow so it went from la di da di da to i had no more than six inches on either side of the car and one side was jersey barriers and it was pouring rain it was miserable some of the most stressful driving of my life but we survived and we made it home and it was late and still kind of recovering from that late night sleep to start off the week. I hope you had a good week. I saw a number of you last weekend. It was our best ever first year event. So shout out and congratulations to Jenny for pulling that off. Don't forget free training day Pacific Northwest, October 21st, just outside Tacoma in how do you say it? Pialop, 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 Washington, something like that. It's outside Tacoma. And don't forget Marshall Summit slash Free Training Day Northeast, October 9th through 12th. And Free Training Day, we released the draft schedule last night, November. I said October, I meant November. November 11th. Hang out for Marshall Summit. We have set a goal. I, I told the team last night, I said, we have a goal. I want to see 250 people there. We were on track for well over 200. I don't think that that's an issue. I want to see 250. I want to see every single one of you. 
at Marshall Summit, or at least part of it. Uh, so what's been going on last week? What's happened with you? I want to hear in the chat. Good morning to you, Liz. I want to hear what's happening with you. Tell me about you. Tell me what you've got coming up this weekend. What? Let's celebrate some wins. My biggest win, and I'm not going to go into detail on it because this is not public stuff yet, but um, we're launching a new initiative, and this initiative combines everything that we do well and provide so much value to martial arts schools that it it's going to make us money. Everybody wins. I, I work really hard professionally to find those opportunities where everybody wins. And we found one. So uh, I've got some more details to finish up on it this morning. We've got a few schools that have already expressed they want to sign up uh, as a test. And so we'll get that done. And once that's working... And we'll start rolling it out to other people. Invite only first, and then it will be available. We're, we're going to make a big splash for it at Marshall Summit, as you might have imagined. So here's something that you all might find interesting. If you don't follow me on Facebook personally, you may not have known this. Not last year, but you remember the year before, if you've been around a while with this show, you might remember that I have grapevines. I have a lot of perennials. Right now, there are hazelnuts that I'm not even bothering to harvest. <laughs> The grapes are out. I'm still getting raspberries. Uh, I went for a walk yesterday and stuffed my pocket with pears from uh, one of my pear trees. Ate those on my walk. It's crazy. It's nearly October and there's still tons of food here. But do you remember what came around and drove me nuts for a couple weeks with the grapes? It was raccoons. There were a couple of raccoons, maybe a family of raccoons. Well, they didn't show up last year, but the year before, I had about two weeks of just terrible sleep because they would come in the middle of the night and they'd climb up the grapevines, which are near the windows, and they moved enough that they would kind of scrape against the windows and wake me up, and there was nothing I could do. Well, two nights ago, I woke up to that sound and went, son of a gun, pull back the curtain. It's a raccoon. Well, I wasn't about to let that happen again. So I did a couple things. I left the outside light on and my new secret weapon, mothballs. I put a pack of mothballs on the ground near the, near the grapevines. No raccoon last night. So fingers crossed. Dennis says it's a sad week for him. Mirror, the workout company, you may have seen these, where he's logged over 7,150 workouts is going out of business. And his son works there, and his last day of work with them is January 24th. I'm sorry to hear that. It was a great idea, but you know, I think there are a lot of companies that got really big through the pandemic, and they their eyes got bigger than their mouth. I think that's the issue with Peloton. And this is one of the challenges as a publicly traded company. You are never allowed to have a contraction. As a publicly traded company, people get really bent out of shape when this the stock they own and your company goes down. So it going up because of the pandemic, people were not going to be super tolerant of that. And, and I suspect that that had part, something to do with it. And I'm really sorry. I know, I know you enjoy those workouts and uh, extra sorry for your son and his job. But he's got some time and I've got a feeling he'll land on his feet.
So this weekend, so today is Friday, I have a bunch of stuff on my plate. Andrew and I have a, another meeting for Marshall Summit because there is so much going on. We, had, we met for 45 minutes yesterday. A lot of great things happening. Things I can, I can hit you with a couple things already. Uh, we've already gone from one food truck to two. We should be getting three. That is the plan. Those of you that were there last year know, yeah, we, we needed we needed more more food options just because of the sheer number of people. So we're working on that. Um, we just got the initial pricing back for the food for the banquet for Saturday night as part of the Never Settle Awards. We're stoked on that. And so we're going to finalize some details on that today so we can get registrations open for the banquet. Um, we've got some exclusive apparel happening, stuff that you will not be able to get anywhere else. And there's a draft of the schedule up, and it's awesome. 42 classes on Saturday alone. If you are not there, you are missing out. 42 classes. Now, I know inevitably people are going to come to me and they're going to say, hey, um, you know, Jeremy, I, I have a, I don't know, I've got a something that weekend. Well, then that something is more important to you than, than martial arts. That's fine. But we've worked hard to put together an event that blows anything else out of the water. And I think we've done that. I've never been part of a martial arts event that has more opportunity than free training day and free training day Northeast specifically because of the scope. And then the fact that it's free, kind of ridiculous. But maybe you'll buy a shirt. Shirts are going to be printed the day of the event. You get to pick your color and your size. And do you want a sweatshirt or, or a t-shirt? And they'll make it for you right there. Kind of cool. And then it says, he'll be fine. He's already been, been recruited, being recruited by Peloton. Great. Um... So that's today. A lot, of, a lot of work stuff going on today. Tomorrow, I'll be traveling to, back to Maine. Uh, a childhood friend's mother passed away, and tomorrow's the memorial service. So I'll be headed back there to celebrate her life with a whole bunch of people. It's um, actually big enough that it's, excuse me, being held at the high school that I attended. This was someone who was beloved and made a lot of impact on the community. And then Sunday... Uh, we're doing the test run for Matic Level 2. So that I did some work on that yesterday, and I'm excited for that. It's going to be great. Shout out and thank you to Craig for doing all that work with me. And I'll see some of you on Sunday. And those of you who I am not seeing on Sunday, if you, if you have not been through the Matic Level 1, the Martial Arts Teacher Training and Certification Level 1 course, it is a full day. And we continue to get incredible feedback. I have not heard anything negative from anyone about this course. And, and I understand maybe they wouldn't bring negative stuff to me. But I have heard from so many people that said so many overwhelmingly complimentary things about this course. That it doesn't leave very many people who could have thought negatively of it. Level one, we lay out the foundation. Level two, we take it even further. And there's a test. The first actual standardized test within the martial arts world for being a certified trainer, instructor, martial arts teacher, whatever you want to call it. So you could have that on your resume. And does it have a lot of weight right now? Nope. Because it's still kind of new. 
but what's it going to look like in five years? And the more that you get in on that, and then as it grows, you'll be able to say, I'm a level three or four, or I don't know how far we're going. I think four or five is the cap. We're not going to go beyond that, but there are other certifications that are going along with it. Uh, continuing education. We are going to change the world of martial arts instruction. It will become very obvious in the marketplace. The schools that have Matic teachers and the schools that do not. People will be able to tell. And there are bigger things on the other side of that. If you weren't here last week, I'm pretty sure I showed this last week. My, my French press, my 42-ounce French press from Stanley, not sponsor of the show. Uh, we have not tried. I don't know that we need to. Victor, if you see this, you can ask Stanley if they want to sponsor stuff because they've been doing a, a, a bang-up job. If you, if you want to watch an interesting product story, I'm going to read a couple of comments here. Frank's been sitting on the patio in the evening as a way of grounding. That's awesome. Regarding free training day Northeast, Dennis says, not only will I be there, I'm going to all 42 classes. I have finally perfected the art of cloning. That's wonderful. I am jealous. Jenny says, I've attended level one twice now, and I found benefit in returning to the material after putting things into practice. I'm growing more confident as an instructor, and I can't wait to see what happens after level two. You know, any, any good information should be reviewed. Right? Think about it. Repetition is, is so baked into what we do as, as martial artists. Without repetition, you don't get the full impact. There's a book that I have listened to, read, really listened to, 21 times at the recommendation of the author who says the average person gets between 10 and 15% of the material in a book. They read it once. And if you really want to get the full depth of it you need to read it 10 to 15 times well after my through my 21st time i continued to get material out of it i continued to learn it and understand it better and whether we're talking about matic which there is an online version coming this winter uh, we we did a bunch of filming last week when we ran the l1 in philadelphia and we're going to film the l1 as part of marshall summit which is happening on sunday the 12th we will take that footage, we will combine it together, and Craig and I will develop the online L1 over the winter so people regard all over the world can get benefit from this. Good morning to you, Mark. Uh, and then the last thing I'll give you an update on before we, we go into the jokes, Let's because I'm looking forward to jokes. We all love Frank's jokes. Uh, my martial arts school. So slowly growing. Uh, the adult class is up to... 13 people we had we've had a couple more try out last class we had four people down three for illness and one for work and then the kids class we had another kid try i think he's going to be a little too young but we'll see people are trying what, what i was hoping would happen was as september wrapped up that we would see more people willing to see how these things fit into their their lives you know september around here is a time of year where people are subjected to chaos from back to school but i'm still loving teaching having a lot of fun 
and uh, continuing to adjust my thoughts on learning and martial arts and how they are implemented into my school. And I've got a feeling we'll see at least a few of my students at free training day, which is really exciting to me. All right, Den I'm going to read Dennis's comment. Good morning to you, Nathan. Dennis says, Matic is simply brilliant. I've now attended level one twice also, and despite 35 years of martial arts teaching experience, I learned a ton each time. I wish I had had access to this course when I started teaching, but you can be sure I'm leveraging these new tools in my seminars. Thank you. And uh, I want to welcome Mark to, to the Matic teaching team. Uh, he presented a couple sections on Sunday, and Craig and I are just so happy to have him because what we've realized is that there is so much going on with Matic, and Craig has... I don't know, I think he's got like a dozen courses he's working on, and I can't be at everything, and we need to have at least two people uh, at things, and, and we're probably going to grow towards having three people, because uh, you need two people to run that course, and what happens if somebody gets hurt or sick, right? So we're, we're trying to build some redundancy in here, but it's it's happening. All righty, let me throw some jokes your way. Shout out and thank you as always to Frank for all that you do for the show. Shout out to Josh, who I saw in person for the second time and took a wonderful course with Josh at Free Training in Mid-Atlantic for our theme song. And shout out to Denise for the audio. Sunday will be International Coffee Day. What's the opposite of coffee? Sneezy. What's a coffee's favorite spell? Espesso Patronum. That is so nerdy and so topical, given that Dumbledore passed away yesterday. Uh, I forget the actor's name, but he was brilliant. But he was... I would go so far as to say that that man, as Dumbledore, was this time's Miyagi. What's a barista's favorite exercise at the gym? The French press. What's it called when you steal someone's coffee? A mugging. So we've got this on this side, and then it says fry. How is divorce like an espresso? It's expensive and bitter. Good espresso is not bitter. I challenge that. What do gossiping pots do? Spill the beans. How did the hipster burn their tongue? They drank their coffee before it was cool. What do you call a cow who's just given birth? Decaffeinated. What's a bean's favorite thing to eat on Thanksgiving? Roast. Why did the kangaroo stop drinking his cup of coffee? It made him too jumpy. What did the coffee say to their date? Hey there, hot stuff. What did the two coffee enthusiasts say when they got married? We're meant to bean together. What do beans say to their valentines? You keep me grounded. Thanks a latte for being my friend. You mocha me very happy. You warm my heart. She drank so much coffee at work, she considered it part of her daily grind. I do some of my best thinking over coffee. I didn't have a latte on my mind. What's a barista's favorite morning mantra? Rise and grind. What did the coffees say before their night out? Let's stir up some trouble. What do baristas say to their least favorite customers? 
you mocha me crazy. How are coffee beans like teenagers? They're always getting grounded. And what do you call a sad cup of coffee? A depresso. <laughs> Thank you, Frank. Those were awesome. Good morning, Stacy. We love coffee. Many of us here love coffee. One of the things that I want to happen, and it's on the list, it just keeps falling down the list because it's not a high important thing. There are companies out there where we can partner with them. I can work with them to develop custom roasts and you can order a cup of coffee, not a cup of coffee, a bag of coffee, and it gets our own label and they do the shipping and everything, which has worked out really well for our apparel. You know, it's no secret. I don't have boxes and boxes of sweatshirts and t-shirts, which allows us to have lower prices and test things and try different things. Uh, you know, it, it's, it's pretty cool what we're able to do with the apparel, with the, uh, the, the make to order sort of idea. And we can do that with coffee too. So expect that to happen at some point in the future. Jenny says, loved those, Frank. Thank you. Dennis says, the sneezy, the French press, expensive and bitter, depresso. These jokes made me mocha happy and LOL. <laughs> uh, and Stacy's helping me out here. The actor's name, Michael Gambo. And Stacy, I would have expected this. Stacy loved the espresso patronum one. All right, so let's see what we've got to talk about. Quote wise from Frank. What did you give us, buddy? Today is the Chinese Moon Festival, and it is Confucius Day. Check the layout of the graphic. Oh, you got to scroll down on this one. There we go. It is better to light one small candle of gratitude than to curse in the darkness. Confucius. You know, <laughs> Frank, with, a, with an extra bonus joke, Looks like these jokes did perk everyone up. That makes me happy. Ha, ah, perk. Um, I continue to work on feeling grateful, which sometimes is really easy, but sometimes it's not. You know, there, there, are, there are days, you know, I'm not going to lie. This has been an overwhelming week. And I'm looking at the next month, Life is busy the next four weekends. It's tough. And trying to maintain the things I have around here, keep the house up, because I'm, I am trying to sell my house, um, maintain my social life, get to the gym, all the things that I, I want to do and have to do. Sometimes it can feel overwhelming. But one of the tools in my toolbox to keep smiling is to remember how wonderful most of these things are. Most of these are opportunities or they are, they are blessings. And I've got a lot of others in my life and a lot of those blessings are people. And many of you are on that list. So instead of being upset about what I don't have, instead of cursing the darkness as it's written here, yeah, let's, let's focus on gratitude and even if it's a small amount. Next. Knowledge without practice is useless. Practice without knowledge is dangerous. We could certainly apply that to martial arts, can't we? 
The internet is full of people who have knowledge, supposedly, without practice. And they're telling everyone how to do things, and what they should be doing, and why what they do is wrong. And then you've got plenty of other people who, they have practice, but they don't have knowledge. They do what they do simply because they're told to do it. Now, I won't go so far as to say that it's dangerous. There are plenty of people out there who make these claims that learning bad, what they term as bad self-defense is dangerous. And Andrew and I did an episode on this, and, and I think we did a pretty good job of unpacking why I disagree with that. You can always go find that episode. We titled it something like The Myth of Bad Self-Defense. But it's incomplete. Knowing what you do and why you do it, I think, is really important. And this has been something that I'm, I don't want to say struggling, but working really hard to stuff into my adult classes, the kids' classes. My job is to keep them there and keep them having fun and moving around and get something into their brain. I don't expect them to understand why we're doing what we're doing. But the adults, I want them to understand. I want them to have some understanding. So, you know, here, here's, a, here's a great example. Uh, I taught uppercuts the other day. And we talked about uppercuts as, you know, kind of the way it's done kind of traditionally in karate, which involves underhand, you know, a bit of extension. We talked about it from the boxing perspective where you're, more, where you're in close. We talked about that it, you know, generally going to come under the chin, but that, you know, if you're really close, there is some value here in coming low. And I showed them why. And just as an, as an aside, for those of you who don't know, if you retract that hand and you try to push out from here, right, with your knuckles down, you're not going to be able to push out very, with much force. That's a really weak position. But when you turn a hand under, you've got a lot of strength there. You can recruit a lot. Um, with your, your knuckles turned up, your lats are engaged. With your knuckles turned down, they're not. Right. Uh, and this is one of, in, in my mind, this is this is why vertical punches have some value because you can maintain some latissimus dorsi engagement as you punch. But I say all that to say that I'm not just telling my students, you can do an uppercut here or here. I want them to understand under what scenarios you might do it at this distance, at this distance. And we the reason we talked about this retraction here is if you're really close to somebody and maybe maybe you can't move much, you can actually get some power here. You're not going to get power here with the knuckles down. So uh, it's it's challenging. It's challenging to make sure that people have both the knowledge and the practice and balancing the two with anything. It's not just martial arts. It's a martial arts show. Martial arts show. So we talk about it. Anyway. And what's our next one? Attack the evil that is within yourself rather than attacking the evil that it is that is in others. Because after all, can you change what other people do? No. You know, somebody a, a few weeks ago, and, and um, I, I hope this doesn't come across as egotistical because I don't mean it, because uh, I certainly don't agree with it. But this person referred to me as a superhero because of the amount of work that I get done, the amount of things I've been able to accomplish. Where does that come from? I spend virtually no time trying to change the world around me. Am I frustrated that Whistlekick wasn't an overnight success, that the genuinely 
better than anybody else's foam sparring gear that we launched with a decade ago did not catapult us to profitability and fame? Yes. Am I frustrated that 850-something episodes after of our podcast in, and there are still plenty of people in the martial arts world who listen to podcasts and don't listen to ours and have never even given it a shot? Yes. Can I change either of those things? Not really. We continue to do the best thing that we can. I don't complain. I don't argue with the way the world is. We move on to other things like this endeavor that we are launching, soft launching internally today that will be public in a couple of weeks. You do what you can with what you have where you are, right? So the evil that is in ourselves is however you want to interpret it. Things that you want to get better at. What are the qualities in yourself that you know you would benefit from improving. We've all got stuff. Doesn't make us invalid. It doesn't make us worthless. Doesn't make us bad. It makes us human. You ever heard the saying that we are having a human experience, souls having a human experience? However, you see the world and, and you know, soul, afterlife, whatever. I, I think it's an interesting concept. You know, our body is our body. If you chop off my arm, I'm still Jeremy, right? There's something more to me than my physical body. And when I recognize that, and I recognize that I can improve, the world opens up. It's really easy to see your life within the context of all the things other people have not done or have done to you. But that also suggests that all of these other people have power over your life. They don't. They may have some influence. But there is not one thing that someone has over you that you cannot change. Oh, Jeremy, my, my boss is a jerk. Get a new job. Oh, Jeremy, my, my family. You, you don't have to talk to your family. I've cut out a number of unhealthy family members. Oh, but I don't have any money. Okay. What is that stopping you from doing? So you may not want the consequences, but there's always choice. You may be making the choice that you feel is best and still not like the choices, but that's not the same thing. So something to consider. Good morning, Andy. I hope all of you have a great day, a great weekend. I hope until I see you next, you have pleasant, happy, productive, healthy things in your life. I hope that you have already blocked off at least one of the events that we've got coming up, whether it's Free Training Day Pacific Northwest or some aspect of Marshall Summit. I, I really hope every single one of you will make it for free training day on November 11th. You just have to get there, it's free. You know, we're, we're going into a time where I, I think for a lot of us, finances are gonna get tighter. And that's part of why free training day I think is so important. You can show up 
You can bring a bag lunch. There's nothing in particular you have to wear. You simply have to show up. And there are so many people coming that you can probably even bum a ride. So be part of what we do. We would love to have you. Thank you for being here. Thank you for your support, for your love, for joining me for a cup of coffee. I got more coffee to drink, and uh, I'll see you next week. Take care, everybody. Peace.